Hello, and welcome to The Yoga Corner. I'm Shelby Phoenix. I'm a yoga instructor, life coach, and founder of The Yoga Corner. I help you find unshakable self-trust and manifest a lifestyle as a yoga entrepreneur. In my podcast, Yoga Corner Chats, I have real conversations with women about their wellness and entrepreneurship journeys. So get cozy and listen in because the next chat is starting now. March 23rd. If you don't know me, I am Shelby Phoenix and I'm a yoga instructor, life coach, and owner of the Yoga Corner. I help yoga teachers and entrepreneurs with marketing and mindset by guiding them to find unshakable self-trust so they can manifest a lifestyle as a yoga entrepreneur. And today on Yoga Corner Chats, we are joined by Stephanie Morin. Did I say that right? Yes. Awesome. Stephanie is a recovering alcoholic and wellness leader. And Stephanie and I met at the Seacoast Women's Book Club, which I host with my friend Suzanne. And we started talking about hormones and birth control and mental health. And I knew I wanted to chat with her on the podcast. So without further ado, welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat. It's been so nice to meet you and Suzanne and like, when you when you surround yourself with like-minded people it literally can change your life yeah so true yeah me Suzanne actually um and I met she was a coaching client of mine and it's kind of funny because now she's like holding me accountable for things like now that we are friends and she's like we have to start like I really want a woman's group but I don't know if there's one out there and then she's like we you should just start one <laughs> absolutely that's it that's it there should be more women's groups um before we dive in to our topic today i usually start these chats by having us take a couple deep breaths together Is oh, that I okay? love that. Yeah. yeah calm the instagram live nerves I <laughs> and anyone who's listening with us today you're welcome to join us Start by sitting up nice and tall without forcing perfect posture. Settle into the surface that you're sitting on. Roll your shoulders all the way up to your ears and let them fall down your spine. Use your belly muscles to push all the air out of your lungs, get empty. And then slowly inhale through your nose fill your belly expand your rib cage fill all the way up to your collarbone and then a big sigh out your mouth we'll take two more like that inhale through the nose big belly breath and get empty last big inhale fill up and let it go and whenever you're ready come back into this present moment this space mm, that was wonderful oh yeah always feels better after that i get yeah i would do this almost every week and i still get so nervous yeah it happens it's like as soon as you hit go live <laughs> those words just ping something in your brain that says ah. <laughs> um you are joining from Florida, correct? What part of Florida are you in? I am. I'm in Bradenton, Florida. So um, I left corporate America. I was in corporate America for over 20 years. Wow. And six months ago, I left my career and I went full-time in wellness for this moment so that I wouldn't be tied to my home yeah. in New Hampshire. Yes. So I can do what I want. I can work anywhere. So I got in my car and I drove to Florida and I've been here for a awesome. couple of weeks and I got a week left. And then hopefully when I drive back home, it'll be spring. Yay! <laughs> and we'll get to why you're in Florida in a moment. But before I was wondering if you would share a little bit more about your journey to becoming a wellness leader. Sure. Sure. So um, I've been in this industry for almost seven years. 
and it coincides exactly with my sobriety date from alcohol. Mm. Um, so I was a, an alcoholic for over 20 years. I was like just a party girl. I'm, I'm 44 years old now. I, I'm single with no children. I've never been married um, by choice. Yeah. I, I, you know, my story is, is multidimensional. I was um, sexually abused as a child and it sort of forced me into alcoholism. Yeah. Because I discovered at a very early age that when I drank, it masked my emotions mm, yeah. and I didn't feel things. And so I was 14 years old when, when I first drank and had that feeling. And it just, I um, was an athlete and like an honor student. Um, but every time I drank, there was no medium. It was, it was all the way, like my mouth hanging open. I have no control over my body. Like that's where I was going every time. Um, and so it was over 20 years of that. And, and it was all normal for a while, like through high school and college as you know, you just kind of party and I just never stopped. I never stopped. And um, even in my thirties, it became seven days a week that I would go drink out with friends and then continue at home and finish a whole bottle of wine by myself every night yeah. and then wake up and go to work and work 12 hours and then do it again. And um, so it became 20 years of that. And my best friend, Erica Sarcioni, who opened the Iron Cactus in Kingston, she and I were partners in crime. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, Sunday, fun day, we owned it. Um, Cause ni so neither of us have children and yeah. you know, children kind of rein you in because yeah. you can't, you have to take care of them. So when you don't have children, you're free to just right. do whatever you want all the time. And um, that was not always to our advantage. Right. So, so we partied a lot and Erica quit drinking six months before me. Yeah. And so for six months she had quit drinking and she was telling me there was a better way. There was a better way. And I was like, I don't even know who you are anymore. And um, she was, she was started hiking and she started doing all these things that I would never consider doing because there's no booze on the mountain. Right. You know, like why would I go hiking? Like, um, and so I hit a point on Labor Day 2016. It was almost exactly six months after Erica quit and enough was enough. Thankfully, nothing happened. No one was hurt. Right. Um, but you know, I had embarrassed myself for the last time yeah. and you know, I just, I woke up one day and I, everything from the night before came flooding back mm -hmm. and, and that was my every morning. Like, what did I do last night? What did right. I say? Um, who's in my bed? Right. You know, like it was just every day was like that. And, um, so I had enough, enough was enough. Cold turkey. I called Erica. I said, that's it. I'm there. And we went to a meeting and that started my wellness journey because I needed something to occupy my mind. You know, like alcohol is, is all consuming and um, it becomes, you know, just your, your routine and you don't even notice that you're doing it. But then when yeah. you cut it out, it's like, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? Um, and and alcohol's everywhere. Right. Everywhere I went, so I couldn't go anywhere because all my friends went to events that were centered around drinking. Um, and so I dove into wellness. And that was it. I like literally put my, my head in the books and I started learning about toxic chemicals and, and I, my mind was blown. And so that was it. I just dove in and you start peeling back the layers of the onion and it's just incredible. And so I've kind of moved through all different areas, um, of clean living. Yeah. And, um, and that's where I'm at today, seven years later. And, and I couldn't be happier and, um, just want to share some of the things that I've learned yeah. with others, because I, I really think that, when we learn more and we know more, we have the ability to make better choices yeah. and do better. And, and anyone that's listening that if you're in that place where you wake up every morning and your first thought is regret 
and um you know you're in that place and you just don't see how you could stop and you can't imagine yourself living a life without alcohol i promise you i i understand that feeling because i didn't think it was possible i didn't even think that i didn't think i could laugh and smile without alcohol like i thought like i was like can i have fun without drinking like it's a real question is it possible and right. so i'm just here to say all the things life gets so much better the clearer you get thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable my heart is like swelling because i relate to so much of what you've said i have uh i don't know a year and a half or so <laughs> don't, uh, off alcohol or however you Wait. want to say it um and I think that we're told so many lies or we have so many beliefs about like alcohol is relaxing, alcohol is fun, alcohol is healthy even, you know, right. and it is so pervasive in our culture. And I think when you stop drinking, you notice it even more. And also, alcohol is one of those things, right, where you're like, okay, so say I tell someone like, oh, I'm cutting carbs, <laughs> I'm cutting dairy, I'm, you know, exercise, I'm doing any of these things for my health. But if you tell someone, oh, I quit drinking, you're, <laughs> in my experience, I've been met with, oh, well, you know, just have one drink or like, <laughs> all the or time. Judgment, like, like oh you must be um a, you know a serious alcoholic or a bad person or not be able to control yourself all these questions and um i think that if people knew more about the truth of alcohol then there wouldn't be this question around whether it's good or bad mm -hmm. whether you're an alcoholic or you know it's alcohol or the alcoholic and all of these kinds of things and there's so much to like cover on that topic. So there's so much, it's, there's such a stigma around it. And so I, I am six and a half years sober and it, I, I stayed home for a year. Like I didn't know what to do because I didn't know how to answer that question. And I didn't know when people would say, can I get you a drink? I didn't know what to say. Right. And I was really uncomfortable because I thought being an alcoholic meant I lived on the street and drank out of a paper bag at 10 a.m., yeah. you know, and, and that's not what it is. So every, you know, alcohol can be fine for many people, right. but it is a drug. Yeah. And, and just as many people don't have the ability to say no and control right. themselves. And, and that was me and I've learned and it's taken me years to learn. And when someone asks, me I say no I cannot drink alcohol uh, I've been free of alcohol for almost seven years and um, I cannot drink yeah and you know just want people to say just have one don't you think you can just have one at this point and I say no nope. 20 years I never once had just one not once I never even once had two you know <laughs> So uh, it's just kind of, you have to get to know yourself and be confident with yourself and yeah. know that, listen, like, don't tempt fate, right? <laughs> totally. Another thing you said was, it was like, it's like your wellness journey is like peeling back an onion, right? And for me, there was a point probably like two years ago where I thought, alcohol when i quit drinking i'm not gonna have anxiety i'm not gonna have depression i'm gonna be able to sleep but the problem is the alcohol that's what i thought so i was set on quitting drinking and i did that and a lot of things got better for me but a lot of things got harder right yeah because i ha okay that's one problem what's underneath oh now, now your mind has your mind is free to think and and honestly, that's why I drank, <laughs> to quiet my mind, because I didn't like the feelings and emotions that I was feeling, right. and I would drink to get past yeah. it. 
Yes. I heard uh, someone say recently, um, alcoholism, like you suffer from alcoholism after you quit drinking because now you have to actually feel those things that you were hiding from or suppressing, like that general feeling of discomfort that you have been numbing for so long, now it's out in the open and you have to deal with it without the alcohol. Absolutely. And it, and it's, so that's why people don't do it. It's hard work. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you're left with yourself, you know, you're like locked in a room with yourself and, and you have to face your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts and there's no escape and it's work and it's, yeah. it's not easy. You know, like there's no sugar coating it, but um, once you get through to the other side, it's like the light just right. shines through. Like I can think clearly the first thought of every morning is no longer regret. Yeah. You know, like that sets your whole day up. So like I've stopped looking at my phone in the first 30 minutes of waking up Yeah. because your mind is just coming out of sleep. Right. And the first thing that goes into your brain is gonna set your tone for the day. And um, so for me, I was having like a lot of stress and I linked it to the first thing I would do would pay, pick my phone up and read messages, right. you know? And that, and when I start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, well that's just gonna start me out being like, oh, I have to do this, I have to do this, right. I have to do this, you know? And, and I don't wanna start my day like that. I wanna start my day like with deep breathing or right. something for me. Yeah, absolutely. Even just, and this isn't small, I think this is big, but waking up in the morning without a hangover. <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah. Every single day I get to do that. Awesome. Every single day. <laughs> and, um, yeah waking up and feeling good i mean that's like a thing you know um so it is it is possible for anyone i i i did not think it was possible for me yeah i didn't i i didn't and and until i just faced it stared it in the face and said enough is enough um and sometimes it takes a little bit to get there. You know, I am lucky enough to, I said I'm done and I haven't had a drop of alcohol since. Um, you know, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> so you shared about how you left the corporate world after 20 years. Yes. And you said that was six months ago. So what have you been doing since you left? Oh my gosh, just living the most amazing life. <laughs> it's just, I'm so every day just happy. Um, so I chose a career. I did corporate accounting. I went to college at University of Florida for accounting. And I was in corporate accounting for over 20 years. I worked for various um, real estate firms, private equity firms uh, in New York City, in Boston, all over. Um, and I never enjoyed it, mm. never, not ever. Like even when I was in school, I chose it because it came easy to right. me. The, the numbers, the debits and the credits, like right. I just liked it because it, it worked, it, it matched and I could do it. Right. And that was, I was focused on honestly partying and having fun right. and that was easy for me. So I'm like, I'll just do that because it's a really good job that I'll have forever and I can do it and then, you know, make money and still have fun. Right. And um, I just always hated it. I mean, and I'm single with no kids. So uh, I was the one at the office till midnight. Um, mm. You know, I ate all three meals at my desk. I would say half of that time. Yeah. Um, and corporate accounting, it cycles. And the cycles never line up to holidays and stuff. Right. So like, I couldn't go away. I couldn't travel. Um, I just lived and breathed corporate accounting. I sat in front of computer screens for, for 20 years and I missed out on everything. And um, once I entered the wellness world and I found like how, just how much enjoyment I get out of learning about our body yeah. and how it works and, 
uh, educating others on things that I learned because it's mind blowing. Um, And I can see like, I can make money doing other things. And I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah, it's like I, I was empowered enough to leave that career and start a new career in wellness. And people have asked, like, do you miss it? I mean, Sure, the salary was great, but right. it wasn't free. I was tied to my computer right. at every moment. Um, and so what I have now where I enjoy what I'm doing and like stuff like this, like it's so exciting to share with others that they the power is within you yeah. to make the change. And all it takes is a decision. Yeah. And it's okay what happened yesterday. It does not matter. So you can start right now, yeah. today. It's your moment. And I get goosebumps <laughs> because it's like, make today your day, yeah. you know? And that's just it. So so I'm six months out of corporate America. I am just enjoying every minute of this life and um, and love sharing about, about my wellness and journey. And, and I'm all about hormones these days and... <laughs> Yes. So when we met at the book club, the book club or the book we were reading was called Pussy. I think I can say that on Instagram. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the rules are. And so quick overview for anyone who doesn't know what that book is about and doesn't want to Google that. um, It's basically about like taking back or like reclaiming your like pussy power like your like feminine power your sexuality or like gut feelings type of things and so among all of that that's kind of how we started talking about hormones and birth control and some of these topics so I'm wondering maybe to start with like really basics like why would we be talking about hormones today? Why is it important to share and learn about? Yeah, so so that book was really great. Um, the The female body is is a work of art. Yeah. Um, so the female body is a work of art, and it is really incredible what our body does, and the fact that that word "pussy" is associated with like like a wimp like right. are you kidding me like that thing like births human beings like so i i just love any sense at all. none my so my dad my dad used that word in that term and i immediately since reading the book i like feel empowered to say why don't you think about what you're saying just for a minute you know like does yeah. that make sense and and I made my dad stop, and he's like, "I guess you're right." I'm like, "Yeah, don't you think?" You know, right? Like, let me just flick your. I know, <laughs> right? Totally. So, so women have hormones. We have all kinds of different hormones, and I've been really involved in this because the company that I work for, we just released a hormonal health line two products and so we just released it at the beginning of this month so for the last six months I've been like living and breathing hormones because I didn't understand any of it um I didn't understand I I my wellness journey I'm I'm still peeling back the layers of the onion and I hadn't gotten there yet so I had spent a lot of time on the brain gut axis and like how important your gut health is and um, how your gut receives all of the nutrients that you put into your body and distributes them throughout your body and the health of your gut is going to determine how fast that process happens you know so when um, you know so anyway I spent a lot of time learning about the brain gut axis and then in the last six months I've been learning about hormones and there's an ovary brain axis also Whoa. and <laughs> hormones hormones are, are regulating our whole body every single thing your stress your mood your sleep um, all of the things and so, so that's kind of where I'm at right now yeah. is that like I have dealt with um, cystic acne yep. on my chin area for yeah. years, 
years and it is finally clearing up because my hormones are balanced yeah and um you know i i just read i've been reading all these things about you know it's hormones and, and women spend thousands women with with an hormone imbalance that are aware that it's it's a hormone imbalance causing their bad feeling whatever it right. may be if it's if it's acne if it's i can't sleep if it's weight gain right. if it's stress anxiety um depression all kinds of things because it's linked directly to your brain um and so when things aren't like i keep doing this like this is your belly your hormone you know <laughs> um when things aren't flat and stable right it causes all kinds of skews and it like shoots little messages up to your brain like unhappy unhappy right. don't like this you know and so when you're irritable it's because you're getting a message from somewhere in your body that says right. we're not happy yeah um, and and it's it's just really really nuts so i've talked to a lot of women that have spent thousands of dollars going to naturopathic doctors, getting tests, uh, going under hormone replacement therapy, because, you know, there's a list called HRT. Right. And so a lot of doctors, they can determine which hormone you may be out of balance, and they will get it in your body, you know, and it's not cheap. I mean, I talked to someone, she spends $30,000 a year on hormone replacement therapy. And um, it's just incredible because so many people like that time of the month, right. it's like a stigma. Yeah. We, we were afraid to talk about it. Like yeah. every single woman gets this every single month. Okay. And, and then that we go through menopause, right. which, which I've learned that um, the menopause period is a third of the average woman's life. A, the average woman spends a third of their life in menopause. And we're afraid to talk about it. Right. And um, right. my friend Heather's watching and there's major risks. There are major risks when you're doing hormone replacement therapy. Um, so, so anyway, I am like all about like, let's normalize this. You know, I mean, I think we all have a story about getting our period in, in some public place and being mortified about it. Like, why? Why are we mortified about it? Like, this is like a normal occurrence. It shouldn't be embarrassing to buy tampons. Right. You know, like, right. it should be like, like you know. It's, buying Band-Aids. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, um. There was a, a New York Times article that was really well written about menopause and about imagine if men had hormones and men dealt with this stuff like that we deal with every month right. uh, with our cycle. And then when you go into menopause, if men had to deal with this, like like Wall Street would shut down. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, like the whole world would shut down like. Right. Oh. I'm so hot. I don't understand. I'm sweating for no reason. And, you know, I, I'm gaining weight. I don't understand. Um, and, and for whatever reason, us women just kind of deal with it. We don't really talk about right. it except in a, in a little huddle amongst ourselves. And I'm here to say that's bullshit. Like, yeah, like we don't totally. need to feel that way. Let's talk about it. You know, as you're speaking, I'm thinking about my, like, Right, hormones, key, crucial, vital component to everything in our body and for reproduction. Like, you know, in women, we especially deal with these things, right? As a kid, right, like you learn about hormones when you're like 11 or whatever, and you're going to go through puberty. They give you that nerd talk in the health class or whatever. They say, oh, you have hormones in your pituitary gland. And then when you're a teenager, right? That word hormonal is stigma, right? Like, oh, you're so hormonal. Teenagers are so hormonal. Like, we don't want to deal with them there. It makes them, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then the same thing, like, as an adult, as a woman, like, like hormonal is almost an insult, like, you know? And past puberty, I've never had anyone educate me about how hormones will affect me in 
middle age or as I even go into my 30s and 40s and all of this. So it's just interesting how even the word hormone is kind of stigmatized. It is. It is. And, and it is running our whole body. I mean, your hormones, your gut, and your brain. That's, that's what's, what we're operating on every day. Um, and when I was reading like medical reports and listening to medical doctors talk about this, it's like there's literally a direct line from your hormones right to your brain telling you what you right. feel. So when you feel anxious, you know, it's, there's a message being sent to your brain right. saying that you're anxious. And, um, you know, just to talk, to go back to like when you're, when you're young and you're starting to get your period and your cycle is starting, it's so like, oh, she's getting her period, you know, like, and then when it doesn't go well like I know a lot I personally had bad periods right. as a child and so I was I think 14 or 15 years old when I went on birth control to help my bad periods right like and that was the answer and um birth control is is completely changing your hormone structure inside your body it's like stuffing the hormones a certain way so that they act a certain way. Right. And, and forcing, um, forcing things inside your body that aren't normal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting too, how like hormones have a stigma, right? But in the circumstance of giving birth control to little girls, it's like, I don't know what it is. I, you know, I'm 32 now, but when I was a pre, you know, like 11 to like 15, you know, they just give them out, you know, like if you have a bad mood, birth control, if you have a bad period, birth control, you know, if your mom's a little nervous, you're going to get pregnant, like birth control, like yeah. without a lot of, I think it's not a lot of thought. I think it's a lot of like, it's just assumed to be super safe. Right. So I'm wondering, like, what are some things that people don't know about hormones that maybe kind of could just be in their back pocket to have a little bit more knowledge about it? Yeah, sure. So, so um, our cycles, they are, they are predictable. They do the same thing. So whether you are still menstruating regularly or whether you're in any form of menopause, so um, I am perimenopausal. And so that's like that period before menopause. And right. it can last between two and 10 years for most women. And uh, I'm 44, it typically starts around 45. Um, and your cycle becomes less regular. And there's all kinds of other things like, um, you know, brain fog and, and some women have trouble sleeping and hot flashes and, and all kinds of things. Um, so your hormones need two different things based on where you're at, you know? So there's like a menstruating women and then women in some form of menopause. Right. Um, what I thought was really interesting. So nutrition, nutrition can solve almost anything. Yeah. Like anything. Um, so that nutrition can be the answer. And I listened to a doctor's podcast yesterday. It was so interesting. She was saying that the average woman, um, a, a normal, healthy woman, that is normal weight and, and of good health that enters menopause, if that woman changes nothing with her nutrition and, and, and diet and sleep, that woman will gain 15 pounds during the menopause cycle. Wow. Um, and it's because of changes that are happening in your body and our hormones dictate how our body breaks down fat and nutrients. It's responsible for it. Um, and so the thing is you have to kind of look at your nutrition and where you're at because different stages of your cycle, you need different things. Right. And there's all kinds of great supplements out there that you can take depending on where you're at. Right. Um, but 
there are some, there are some free things that you can do too, Yeah, you know? So like sleep, yeah. restorative sleep is, is the most important thing. Um, and I know that seems crazy, but, but it really, it is. And that's that, um, sleep that's uninterrupted yeah. that, you know, um, you're giving yourself eight to nine hours a night. I know it's really difficult, but it's, it's very, very important. Yeah. Um, you know, there's your relaxation and stress management. I know it seems silly because we all have stress. And as women, we hold it. It's like a badge of honor, our yeah. stress, you know? And, and the things that we just do as women, like this is why in the beginning when you said we need a women's group, like there should be more women's groups. Yeah. Because all we do, we just get it done. Right. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes is what we do to get it done. No matter, and typically we're the ones that suffer because we don't allow ourselves time to de-stress and relax. And it affects us in more than just, oh, I'm so stressed out, you know? So even 30 minutes, even 30 minutes without any sound, you know, the TV on, Right. Just being quiet with your mind and breathing can do so much for your entire whole body from the inside out. Yeah. Um, so, and then another thing is there's um, phytonutrients. So our nutrition is the most important thing, you know? Right. So um, there's adaptogenic herbs and phytonutrients and uh, there's things like ashwagandha mm -hmm. and maca root. Um, these are these are adaptogenic herbs that help our mood, and they're pretty low cost. Right. Uh, you know, you can get them pretty simply. But like the free things are prioritize a good, good night of sleep. Yeah. You know, yeah. like set an alarm. Don't sit on your phone in bed until one a.m. Put yeah. the phone down. Get your restorative sleep because it really matters. Uh, and taking a little bit of time each day yeah. to de-stress and just kind of take a minute amongst yourselves, you know, and whether you meditate or not, just being in a quiet room, breathing like what we yeah. did in the beginning, you do that for 15 minutes and it has a huge, huge benefit to your entire body. Um, so also your gut microbiome, you yeah. know, if you're not taking a probiotic or something for your gut health, you can look into starting one because it really, it, it has more of an effect than just your poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. When you're talking about like the, um, like calming your nervous system through like quiet, you know, just like, even if it's just 30 minutes of quiet, um, rest, relaxation, meditation, whatever I'm thinking, right? Like the stress hormone, right? Is, Cortisol, cortisol right so by doing that you're like literally like turning the dial down on that hormone which i assume turns the dial up on some other hormone yeah right 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 um i mean there's so many hormones out there uh the big one i, I jotted them down because i just you know there's a lot of them out there but like insulin cortisol estrogen leptin and ghrelin those are like the big ones that most of us know about yeah. and Cortisol, man, you give that, you give cortisol an inch and it's going to take a mile, you know? <laughs> so um, keeping everything in balance. I mean, we all, you need a little bit, you need a little bit of everything, right? right. And, um, but keeping them balanced is, is the, the challenge. And, and that's what so many things in your general wellness and general happiness can be resolved when all those things are in balance. And yeah. And just to come full circle here, we started talking about alcohol and recovery and just to bring some knowledge to how that affects your hormones, whether you're drinking or you are abstaining. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's so interesting. I, um, I have been on, so uh, my company launched these hormonal health products and they don't contain hormones. It's nutrients, it's oh, herbs wow. and minerals. It's really cool. And so I've been on it for two months now. And in the first month, I had noticed a lot of changes in my, in my mood, in my body. Yeah. I stopped um, having really bad night sweats yeah. in the middle of the night. And um, 
my chin is healing up and like I feel good. But one of the things that I really noticed is that, so I'm a recovering alcoholic. I do, I smoke, uh, I smoke marijuana and it's kind of been my crutch yeah. since I quit drinking. Um, and I noticed that I am smoking less Interesting. since, since I have started this, this hormonal health product. Yeah. I was baffled and it's not even that I'm smoking less. It's that I'm wanting to smoke less. Right. I'm having these thoughts less. And so then I started researching it. I'm like, this is so weird. Like what's right. happening? <laughs> And it turns out there is a real link between addiction and hormone health. I believe that. And <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And um, so oxytocin um, and certain hormones, they influence our sensitization yeah. and uh, like the drug-seeking behavior. Yeah. It, it's all signals to your brain. Right. Like it's all sending signals to your brain. And since my hormones have been kind of quieted, that part of my brain has been quieted. And uh, it's been really magical. Like I just have a sense of um, I'm just at ease. Right. I can't explain it other than I, I'm at ease. And my brain used to be like, I need, right. I need, right. I need. Right. You know, like I would sit down and I need something. I need something. And now I can sit down and work right. without that, like, nope, you need this. Nope, you need that. It's like, it's crazy. And so it's all hormone related. Right. It's nuts. You're like, your body's always trying to like come back to the center, right? So when your hormones are in balance, it seems like it's not seeking out ways to come back to center because it's kind of near or at that baseline already you're happy yeah you're happy it's like it's really really nuts i was reading this study um the national institute of health did has put out published a couple studies on this and they uh, a lot of the tests are with animals but um but there's a lot a big link between nicotine so they looked closely mm -hmm. at alcohol nicotine and heroin yeah. Um, and, and how hormones are related. And it's, it's really, really crazy how the behavior changes when your hormone cycle changes a little bit. Uh, yeah, I am a former cigarette smoker. Mm -hmm. And I, too. I have quit a lot of things. <laughs> cigarette, nicotine, I still will be in my car sometimes just faking. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized this recently, I think when I was younger and I started smoking, it wasn't the nicotine I was looking for. It was the yeah. <sighs> deep breath, right? Right. <laughs> told me that. Take a deep breath. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I, the importance of breathing Honestly, like a, a few months ago when I, when I stopped looking at my phone in the first 30 minutes and I started doing breathing exercises, yeah. my days changed Yeah, and, and I can't, I couldn't believe like, I'm just breathing, like I'm just right. breathing, but it's intentional breathing, Yeah, you know? And it's like, when you're focused on what you're doing, you're fueling your body with air and you're imagining it going all the way out and up right. and it's just magical. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's so simple that it's almost frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. But you know, as, as women, our hormones are, it's not just a dirty word, yeah. you know, it's, we should be talking about it because they are responsible for every single thing that right. we are feeling and experiencing. Yeah. Um, and, and for many women, it can be unpleasant every yeah. day or like that monthly cycle. Like I know women that they are laid up for two days every yeah. month with cramps yeah. and they can't leave the house. Right. And it's not okay, right. you know? And people are telling them, like, just go to work. You're fine. Or, like, we don't want to hear about it. <laughs> it's dirty. Right. <laughs> you're being shunned while you're, like, suffering like right. that. Right, exactly. And um, I had an experience 
uh, about a year ago, and my hormones are very have very obviously been imbalanced for for a number of years, and I've been seeing it in um, cystic acne yeah. in my chin area. I I sweat a lot. At, I was sweating a lot at night, and my period was. Um, would be like very heavy at times, yeah. like abnormally heavy. And I had an experience, again, I'm 44 years old. I have been getting my period for a very long time. And I was away at a conference and I had showered and I put in a super tampon and I went down to our lecture. Yeah. Our lecture was two hours long. Oh no. And I bled through yeah. my jeans with a super tampon in that's a lot in two hours and and you know it you know when it's happening yeah. you can feel it like right. you, you feel your body and and like i was nervous to stand up because i knew i just knew and uh it was demoralizing yeah like i had to go back to my hotel room i i was i was traveling and i'm like trying to save my jeans and right you know, like crying because like, I was supposed to be down at a dinner and I'm up here dealing with this and upset at myself because like, how do I not have control over my period at this point? Right. In my life, you know, and everything that I've been learning about hormones, it's like, it's okay. I just want to go back and hug myself and say, right. it wasn't your fault. You know, it wasn't your fault. And now I know better, right. you know, when I, my nutrition is going to help me never deal with that again. Right. So um, anyway, it was just like a whole moment where I'm like, when I was learning about all these things and like clotting and irregular bleeding was one yeah. of the topics that we, that we learned about. And I literally had a moment and I was like, Oh, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. You know, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, it's well, I was on birth control, uh, uh, implanted birth control in my arm for like nine years and I never got my period that whole time. And I think a lot of that time I was like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. I'm super happy. And I'm off that birth control now. And I realize like, I know nothing about my like that process in my body like i am just so far disconnected from it yeah. and i might feel kind of a little bit excited about like you know being able to learn and explore and like understand that part of my body and how it works yeah I'm sure uh, how long have you been off how long since October? you've had it out for oh wow so I'm sure your body is like going through all kinds of changes, normalizing and- My chin acne is gone too. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so it's, I mean, nutrition, it's all nutrition. There's there's all kinds of herbs that you can take that will that really benefit your body. Um, and and it's important to look at because you, you can feel the effects when you make these changes yeah. really quickly. Like your body's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience today? Um, well, I have so many things that I would like to share every day. But, um, you know, I really, as we kind of wrap up here, I just want to send the parting message that wherever you're at, if there's something that you're not happy with in your life, you have the power to make a change. Yes. And it takes the decision and action. And, you know, if, if anyone out there is like, you need help with the action, open invite to reach out to me anytime because it, I know how impossible it feels sometimes when you're like, you, I, I don't think I can quit drinking. I don't, I don't think I can leave the relationship. Right. Um, I don't think, you know, I can lose the weight. I don't, whatever it is, whatever your thing is, um, you can do it. Every single thing, like you have the power to do it. And, you know, as far as the hormone things, man, if you're feeling unhappy on a daily basis and you're like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just, it's not your fault it's probably your hormones. Yeah. They're probably not happy. And there are 
very simple solutions. Um, there's many of them that are free. Uh, like my company just put out these two incredible products that are very affordable, way more affordable than the $30,000 that woman is spending on HRT every year. Um, and you know, so there's, there's options out there. And I just know that I used to, I used to think what's wrong with me. And so anytime you're thinking what's wrong with me, send me a message and I'll tell you, there's nothing wrong with you <laughs> because I talk, I've been talking to all these women and it's insane. We're all dealing with the same things. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I do. I've done 20 or so of these interviews and all on wildly different topics and they all have threads going through them that are so simple. It is. And, and it's, like why don't we talk about this stuff more because imagine the people that might be watching that are like oh, it's not just me yeah <laughs> yes definitely that's why i love to do these i learn a lot i know other people learn a lot it's fun to connect with women and, and like yes. let them brag and <laughs> show off all the amazing things they're working on so much fun absolutely i love the brag yeah <laughs> We need to brag. We do so much just as women, as, as mothers, as friends, as daughters. We do so much every single day for other people yeah. that, damn it, we need to brag a little bit about what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I wanted to thank you so much for taking the time to join me on Yoga Corner Chats today. I've really appreciated our chat. I want to let everyone who's listening know that you can find all the information you need to find Stephanie and what she has to offer in the caption of this episode. And um, the edited version of this podcast will be published on Monday. I don't know what day that is. You'll have to figure it out on your own. Um, yeah. Oh, wonderful. So Thank you so much. This has been so fun. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Thank you all for joining Stephanie and I on Yoga Corner Chats today. You can find all the information you need to find Stephanie and what she has to offer in the caption or show notes of this episode. Hey, if you want love notes from me where I share all the ups and downs, tips and tricks, sad times, good times, successes and failures of coaching, yoga entrepreneurship and life sent directly to your inbox, you are going to want to get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free visualization ebook. This ebook is designed to be like a self-guided retreat to guide you through the journey of envisioning your future and making your dreams come true. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe to my mailing list and a link to the PDF will be sent straight to your inbox. Have an amazing day. Chat soon.